0: Welcome, man, to the newest episode of Side Mission. Like always, I'm your host, Rusty Ellis, joined today by just two of the boys, Matt and Factor. And we've got a pretty simple, people are going to call this the low-hanging fruit episode, I swear to God. They're going to call this the low-hanging fruit because that's what this episode is. It's content, it's easy content, call me Nintendo, it's half-baked, we're ready, let's go. But (laughs) Matt's like, enough shots at Nintendo, man. Matt's just tired of all the shots at Nintendo. But alright, here we go. Uh, Today, we're discussing our most anticipated games of 2023. So, to set the criteria, the main requirement for us to each pick a game is that we had to at least have a guarantee that the game was coming this year. Meaning, at the very least, if the game was revealed, if there's a trailer, the date at the end said 2023, and it didn't have to be specific, but at the very least, we know it's coming this year. And I know that because the game I'm going to talk about, everybody fucking probably knows it already because they know how much of a from show, from software shill I am. Um, everybody knows what I'm going to talk about, but we're going to get into that later because it only had 2023 for the date when it was revealed at the Game Awards. Matt... Everyone already likely knows what your game is that you're going to talk about, so let's start with you. Tell me why you're excited for Tears of the Kingdom. You
1: got me real deep, Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tears of the Kingdom is my most anticipated game, mostly because I feel like that...
0: Mostly because Kyle's not on this episode and you were able to take it, but... <laughs>
1: There's no way he was going to choose that! There's
0: no way! I'm so much good about Breath of the Wild, but... Actually, he's really excited for Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know if you know that. He's actually he actually told me that was going to be his pick.
1: Dang. Well, this is for you, Kyle, and for me as well. But I chose Tears of the Kingdom because in every generation Nintendo console, they usually started off with a Zelda game, and yes. they ended off with a Zelda game. And honestly, you know the Switch is getting. I feel like it is getting close to it's it's life. I feel like this will be probably the last year, and then whatever Nintendo has next will be, you know, coming out um, in 2024. But I chose that one because very rarely do Zelda games get a sequel. We only ever really seen it with, for example, uh, Majora's Mask and uh, Ocarina of Time. But uh, Majora's Mask was just a different time; it was the same timeline, just in a different way. Yeah, but it was still a, it was still a direct sequel. And I just feel like it is so special. Like, obviously, Breath of the Wild, like, blew up. Um, It is still one of the highest-selling Switch games even today. And there are people who are just, you know, now getting Switches who start off with Breath of the Wild. And I can't stress enough that I think it is a fantastic game. And they really changed up the formula. And it just seems like they're doing it all over again with Tears of the Kingdom because initially when they announced uh, Tears of the Kingdom before we got the title, I was just expecting it to, you know, reuse the same assets that they used in Breath of the Wild, just like the same uh, Hyrule and areas, obviously, with, like, different things. But we got, like, the first look at it, and they introduced this area up in the sky. Now, it's not a lot to talk about right now because, you know... Yeah, because the
0: the teaser wasn't that long, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so far we've gotten roughly about two different teasers for this game. And it comes yeah. out in May of this year. Um, Nintendo is obviously going to have a media blowout for it here really soon. I'm hoping um, either this month or next month with whatever rumored Nintendo Direct is coming up. And I, I feel like when we finally get to see this game, like, you know, how we got the Breath of the Wild trailer back at this Nintendo Switch showcase back in January 2016, I want to say. No, 2017. Um it blew everyone's minds. There were so many questions going into this game because we saw gameplay trailers at E3, uh, gameplay demos and people were people were hooked, but we did not see anything past that opening area. So that's why I feel like when Nintendo is ready to show this game, it's going to it's going to blow a lot of people's minds just like way back when we finally saw what Breath of the Wild was about. Yeah. Um and I'm, I'm really interested in where they're taking the story because in the very first teaser for Breath of the Wild 2, Tears of the Kingdom, whatever, um, it shows Zelda and Link traversing the underground of Hyrule Castle, and that's where they find the corpse of Ganon. And uh, the trailer is with him, like, reawakening. And then in this most recent teaser we got, it shows Hyrule Castle lifting up into the air. And I'm just really curious exactly how the trailer, like... The traversal traversal will work, whereas with the first game we rode on horses or we just walked on the ground. Um, They kind of showed, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They uh, they kind of showed this giant floating stone like wings or whatever. I I don't exactly remember that. Yeah. Um, They also showed that Link can take different platforms up into the sky, and then we also saw where Link apparently is able to liquefy himself and and phase through uh different platforms so there there's a lot that's going to be done and i kind of like the i caught the inspiration of skyward sword in a way because in skyward sword most of the game it took place up in the up in the sky you know yeah so i definitely want to see i want to really see where this fits in as far as like zelda and link story the the breath of the wild generation uh, of zelda and and link and exactly see it's just I'm, i'm trying to process exactly what they can do to you know say this is not the same game this is not you know going to be a breath of the wild redux this is entirely new and i just as i mentioned before there's just really not too much to really talk about but it's also that part of that mystery that i really like especially knowing that when
0: we get a blowout for this game it's going to be huge you know i don't the thing is i don't think we're going to get a blowout for this game i don't think we are i think we're going to get one more trailer and i think that's it because i just i don't foresee with how mysterious and how how they've tried to keep everything under wraps as much as they have i have a hard time seeing us getting more than just one one more big trailer for this game, because, I mean, at this point, we're, we're only about five months away from it. Like, most ad cycles start roughly about two and a half months, you know, before a game. Like, God of War Ragnarok got a ton of press leading up to it. Elden Ring, a ton of press leading up to it. Horizon Forbidden West, a lot of press leading up to it. And I feel like we would have seen the start of that by now, But I'm not so sure that we're going to get more than just one more trailer. And to be honest, I'd be okay if that's all we got. I would love to go into this with knowing as little as possible. So here's my question, because you kind of hinted at it. Do y'all think this is going to be the last full year of the Switch? Yeah, actually. Before we get something new?
2: Yeah. Honestly? Uh, I think so. Because on the simple fact of the Switch has had an amazing lifetime. And as Matt pointed out, it started with Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Where we are now, after just getting the OLED, what was it, last year? The OLED, I believe, was late...
0: I think it was late 2021.
2: Yeah. I think it was that's right Because uh, cause the blue and red switch... Uh, came out while I was new to GameStop still. So we're coming up on roughly almost two years on the OLED now. Yeah. So I feel like if it's not the end of the Switch, I feel like we might get another version of it, such as like, I'm going to hate myself for calling it this, but the Switch Pro or something.
0: Oh, God. Not this shit again.
2: (laughs) I feel like if it's not the end of the Switch, it'll be a new version of it.
0: I'm like that fish from Spongebob. Anytime I hear you two or Kyle say the word Switch Pro, I'm that fish that goes, oh, brother, this guy stinks! <laughs> I'm that. What about, I'm that. What about every time. PS5 Pro? Why would there be a PS5 Pro? The PS5 already does everything that we can physically do right now. What, is there a 10K resolution that we can hit yet?
2: give me more memory
0: (laughs) you don't anyways stupid but anyways i i do think that i think that the next thing we'll see and this is not this kind of episode we'll move on from it i was just asking a question i was curious i think that the next thing we'll see from nintendo is likely going to be a home-based console that isn't meant to have any kind of handheld capacity just because i think that the switch there still can be support for it Because of the handheld capabilities, and I know a lot of people that only play their Switch handheld, I very much, when I'm not doing Ring Fit, I very much mainly play my Switch handheld. I think that the next one we'll see will very much be a homebound console. So, and I'm not going to say, if I wanted to be like, you fucking idiots, I could say, oh, it's going to be the GameCube Pro or some shit, but I think it'll be
2: something. pay for that. Oh
0: my God, of course you would, you fucking shill. Anyways. You and Matt both, or you're both now Nintendo shills. Anyway, whoa, whoa,
2: whoa, whoa! No, no, I no, no! I just like my GameCube.
0: No, well, GameCube was the most overrated console of all time. So, uh, pff, that's a great opinion to drop on this episode. That's a <laughs> that, that's a great opinion to drop on this episode. Thacker, what's a game? What game are you looking forward to the most this year? I Honestly, really, I really just hijacked this episode for that little agenda that I just had. Right there, <laughs> Matt's over there just punching air right now because of my agenda. <laughs> Thacker, go. Ahead. I just called you, Kyle. Thacker, go ahead.
2: Honestly, the game that is taking all my money this year almost took even more of it than I needed it to. Oh, not
0: this overrated
2: ass franchise, not... Final Fantasy 16, man. <sighs> Look, like I almost dropped the four hundred dollars. Thank God you didn't. for the collector's edition. You the don't need ex-
0: <laughs> This is the an intervention, backer This is an intervention. You don't need any more collector's editions for now. Sell some of your other statues, <laughs> then you can get some. But for now,
2: you have. I enough. can quit when I want. I can quit when I want. Okay. Okay. No, no, you can't. You literally can't. <laughs> Anyway. I'm, yeah. I'm glad you're chiming in on this. I'd be scared for to hear Matt on that one.
0: No, Matt agrees. I'm just the one that's saying it. Anyways. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what about
2: Matt's intervention on Amiibos?
1: I don't need an intervention on Amiibos. Oh, I see. So, that so means that not.
0: means you 100% need an intervention on Amiibos. See? Uh, you're
1: in denial. No, no.
2: no what Matt I needs.
1: Say, oh, coming, coming out uh ship it to the
0: house does not mean i have a, an addiction
2: <laughs> no what matt needs is an intervention on trading in games he's no longer playing
0: matt said just because i have a bunch of statues that i never use for anything and that i can you know that i don't need for anything whatsoever does not mean that i have a problem that's what matt just said
2: <laughs> all right Thacker, no, go ahead honestly, because this, epi- this
0: episode has gone off the fucking rails this <laughs>
2: This is why we need Kyle. He has a little. Hell no, he's us. chaotic
0: evil. Hell no, we don't need him right now. <laughs> he would make this worse. He... <laughs> Go ahead though. Let's get back on this. Final
2: Fantasy Seven or Sixteen, man. Seven, like... <laughs> bro. <laughs> Matt mentioned Sephiroth. <laughs> Final
0: Fantasy Sixteen, though.
2: It's Sixteen, like come on. We're getting a new installment to. The entire Final Fantasy franchise. The Final Fantasy Online was decent. I've heard really good things about it. uh, I can say good things about it. I choose not to.
0: Well, the thing is, you've only played like five minutes of it, so... I put like 16 hours into it. Oh, that's nothing in a Final Fantasy game.
2: Just talk about 16. But, no, this looks super interesting. It looks... Like, we're getting more summons than we've had before. And it's one of those that I cannot, without a doubt, just wait for this game. I want it to come out now. I... I, I Honestly, I think the only thing I don't want to wait for anymore is this game. But mainly because I like Final Fantasy. See, this game has... Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. No, go ahead. Shame me, Ho me. Do I'm what not you shaming
0: want. you. I'm just saying that me personally, and I feel this way after playing Crisis Core, Final Fantasy XVI is not personally the game that I'm excited about in the Final Fantasy franchise right now. It's not exactly the one that I'm looking forward to. I care more about Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. That's
2: I, fair. I care a little bit. I care a
0: little bit more about that that's fair. Because I liked Final Fantasy 15. I thought it was a really good game. I thought it absolutely outstayed its welcome at a certain point. But I think 16 is going to be a good game. It's just it's hard for me after how much Final Fantasy 7 I've played and seen and now Crisis Core, you know, Crisis Core Reunion came out. It, it is really hard for me to say, "Oh yay, characters that I've never met that I'm not invested in." It's really hard for me to get excited for that.
2: I think that's why I like the Final Fantasy games and why oh I'm excited god. for this. It's it's a new story with every installment. Oh my god. Hell no. What? I mean, we still get the same elements such as It'll be a good it, it, it'll,
0: it'll be a good game. I just I think that I think that Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is all I can care about for Final Fantasy. I think sixteen is going to be a <laughs> sixteen is going to be a really good game. Well, you damn right it's fine. You fucking hated on that game too much. You hated on remake
2: too much. that I didn't hate on it. I didn't hate on it. I don't like it I because not... it's not
1: turn based anymore.
2: No, <laughs> okay. no, no. Anybody can get it. I'm I giving out straight said, to everybody. I just said I wasn't willing to try it. That's worse. Me. That's worse. That's worse. <laughs> just play it on
1: classic mode. They actually introduced it to where it is like Look, old school. I still, have my original,
2: I still have my original print of Final Fantasy 7. All right. I want to play Final Fantasy 7. I'll just go hook up the PS2, plug that bitch in and play it. Boy, I'm gonna make it a
0: requirement for the final F- Final Fantasy 16 episode. I'm gonna make it a requirement that you have to also have beaten Final Fantasy 7 Remake. If you don't cut the bullshit, we're gonna make that a requirement. If you don't shut up,
2: but no, like yeah, we are. No, what I'm saying, uh, uh, I'm getting back on topic. I'm trying. I'm trying to have some structure here. Oh hell no, bit. fuck structure. <laughs> but honestly, I'm I'm intrigued by, to see how Clive manages with the new game. I, do, okay. I will say,
0: isn't there going to be like a medieval kind of overtone or theme to, to this yeah. Final Fantasy? I, I am intrigued by that. I will say I do like that. I think that's going to be really interesting.
2: And that, and that's one reason why I'm looking forward to this one more so than I have any in the last five years. That's not a remake. You're just mad because Final
0: Fantasy 7 Remake is better than any other Final Fantasy in existence.
2: Final Fantasy is goaded for a reason. Okay, it is Is goaded for a reason. It It is goaded for a reason. It It is why it is expensive as all get out if you can find the original fucking Final Fantasy VII four disc with manual. See, I don't call that
0: goaded. I call retro collectors being dumb. (laughs) Why would you pay hundreds of dollars, if not thousands, for a game that looks like that? (laughs)
2: Look. (laughs) Let me just put my G Fuel <laughs> down real quick. Look here. <laughs> How much was Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, Thacker? Shut up.
0: <laughs> How much was it?
2: <laughs> I bought it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thacker said, Thacker's over there saying, worry about yourself. This this episode's going completely off the hinges, and I'm all for Fire it. I in love room. this.
2: Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, when I bought it. It was two hundred and sixty-five dollars.
0: I'm fucking Are telling Tabby. Right? I'm telling doing
2: Tabby. Doing it? <laughs> I bet Tabby was there when I bought it.
0: I'm 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 telling Tabby that it was three times that. I'm, t- I'm lying. Yeah, I'm, gonna cost, I'm gonna cause I'm gonna cause
2: that I bought five hundred dollars worth of retro games that day
0: there's something wrong with you. See, this is the problem. This is why retro collecting is one of the dumbest collecting is is one of the dumbest collecting schemes in history. Why in the fuck do you, would you pay that much money for games that you're not even going to play?
2: Same reason you pay that much. Okay, for you, can of cardboard.
0: Of, you can come out of you can come out of the mic now, fuckers. Jesus. <laughs> so same, the same
2: reason. The same reason most people nowadays spend hundreds of thousands of dollars on cardboard Called Pokemon cards.
0: That's stupid too. I'll rip that apart too. That's stupid too. Yeah, screw you, Logan
2: Paul. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, listen, bro. That man in shambles. Like right now, he he thinks the Matrix
2: is out to hold get on. him. But anyway, hold on, Matt. Don't you have a box of Pokemon cards in the garage? He didn't, spend, didn't spend thousands on them, though. The most
0: expensive yeah, the- Pokemon card that I own is a is a graded Bulbasaur that I spent twenty dollars on. Trust me. Spending twenty dollars on a graded Pokemon card versus spending two hundred and fifty dollars on a game you're never gonna play. And I know Thacker, Thacker. I know your next point. I know the next point you're gonna go down with me. You're gonna try to compare it to my jerseys. I wear those at the very
2: least. The very I least I played. wear those. I have played Path of Radiance at least. Okay. Yeah, when you were five. It. It. No, no. <laughs> when I bought it, I took it home. What is this and episode I about? It. What's this I episode, What's this episode
0: about?
2: <laughs> no. The roast of Thacker uh, and his retro gaming. Oh no,
0: oh, 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 Matt can get it too. I'll get Matt's ass too. I'm just kidding. Okay, but I, 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 do think, I do think that Final Fantasy 16 is going to be good. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I think that 15 was really good. I enjoyed it. That was like the first Final Fantasy that I put a ton of time into. So I enjoyed it. But I don't know. Final Fantasy 16, I think it'll be fine. I could very much foresee it being a flop. Very much could foresee it being a flop. The other I'll tell you the That's other fair. part and I That's want fair. I want I hope to god my parents are not listening. Um <laughs> Oh no. Oh no. Uh, part of it is also because Stranger of Paradise has really soured me on Final Fantasy.
2: Was it's, it really that bad for you?
0: I just Okay, it's not a bad game. It's just not a very typical Final Fantasy game it's very It's because
2: they said chaos like 20 times well the
0: dialogue in the story is fucking terrible i'll tell you that but it's also because they try to rip off dark souls and that kind of gameplay and it just doesn't work when it's not from software so speaking of from software let's talk about my most anticipated game this year and that is armored core six fires of Rub fire of rubicon and i will go ahead and say i've never played an armored core game i haven't looked up any gameplay. I have no idea what kind of game it is. I know it's a mech mech combat-based game. I know that it's probably nothing like the Souls games, like Bloodborne, like Sekiro, like Elden Ring. I am super fucking hyped for this game. And Matt, I know that me and you have talked about it since it got revealed at the Game Awards. I feel like if you go and you look up a reaction video of people that, of the crowd there at the Game Awards when that trailer played, I feel like the excitement... That all, of, that all of those fans had. Because not every gamer is into From Software games. From Software games are not made for every gamer. But when a crowd that size gets that hyped, when the words From Software pops up on the screen, I feel like this is going to be an excellent game.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing the, um, the reaction to the game's announcement. I, I actually even looked on YouTube for reaction videos because yes. I have kind of enjoyment for watching videos like that. I have not seen that kind of reaction since 7 Remake was first announced back at, like, several E3s ago.
0: Yeah, for me, it's probably when Last of Us Part 2 got announced was a sim- was a, another kind of similar reaction there.
1: Like, when you see the name from Software pop up, it is like, that trailer, I just, I, I was thinking we were going to get another kind of Blood Born As type game or whatever. But then I saw the mech, I was like, I, I, I think we were in a party watching this, I was like, Rusty! This is it, bro. This is, you know, what we have have been, you know, talking about that's been rumored for so long. Yes. And it's announced. And I was like, wow. I Because I'm with you on the same page. I have never played a Armor Core game. I have seen gameplay. And I have, you know, been interested in the series as far back as since, like, I had a PlayStation 2. But, like, I just never got around to getting, you know, to playing it. And I would... I can't explain it like why are we so high for a game franchise that we know nothing about and that we've never played? And I just said that that's the power that from software has with gamers as you know you're getting something in a, a quality game that is going to
0: just blow our minds. I have said this the difference in from software and any other development studio, their worst game, if it wasn't made by them would be considered another studio's best game in Dark Souls 2. Dark Souls 2, if it wasn't called Dark Souls 2 and it was made by another studio, it would be considered a great game. Because it's an 8 out of 10 game, as is. It's their worst game. And that's because I think that if you ask me to rank, you know, the from software games, my top three are Elden Ring, Bloodborne, and Sekiro. Those are my top three. Oddly enough, all of them are one-off titles, but I think Dark Souls 3 is a 9 out of 10. Dark Souls, the original Dark Souls is a 9 out of 10. I think that Demon's Souls is like an eight and a half, nine out of ten. I think that just about everything that From Software has touched in the last decade plus has been successful. Dark Souls 2 is their worst game, and it reviewed incredibly well. It got nines for the most part. I don't personally agree with that. But I mean that goes to show their worst game would be another studio's best game. And I think that Armored Core. I think that there are people that... We don't obviously have a confirmed release date. We just know that it's 2023. I think it would not shock me if it was kind of a uh, a June-July release, maybe August release, maybe somewhere in there. But I will tell you right now, it, it would be one of my favorites right now for Game of the Year, depending on what else comes out, obviously. So we've talked a little bit, and, and there are a bunch of other games that, are, that we do know that are coming out. I know that we're all excited for the Suicide Squad game in May, we're all excited for Tears of the Kingdom because we're all going to be playing that. We're all going to be playing Final Fantasy. I would imagine we're all probably going to play Armored Core. Um, I know that Fire Emblem Engage is one that's coming out really, really soon that we're looking forward to. In fact, as of recording, I think that's about a week away at this point. Yep. Uh, a little over a week away, maybe. But uh, really excited for Fire Emblem Engage. Uh, there, there's good. a lot good. of... You, uh, the Dead Space remake later this month. Uh, Co- SpongeBob Cosmic Shake comes out later this month. There's some really good games. What's a game? And really quickly, we'll touch on this. What's a game that maybe has been rumored for this year that doesn't have a release date? What's one game that each of you are excited about that maybe doesn't have a release date yet? Mm.
1: Oh, so not a release date? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's one uh, really. There's one uh, really
0: easy answer for one of you here.
1: Uh. Well. Uh, <laughs> um. Matt, take um, it. Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Kingdom Hearts Four.
2: <laughs> oh hell no i wasn't oh, fucking yeah. talking about that ugh. yeah
1: you said again without that a release date and they, we've already got an announcement for it and i am i'm super excited yes. for it especially what they showed us i'm glad I mean, you're excited we'll for it away. i will
0: play it that fucking franchise is so overrated anyways but well, I'll, just I'll, change change it. It to, I'll just change it to pikmin 4 is that better <laughs> i can't believe okay thacker your turn What what about you
2: Real quick on that, I love Kingdom Hearts. I have my tattoo. I for think it. Kingdom Hearts is a fine
0: <laughs> franchise. It is not fucking for me. I will tell you right now. I will play the game. It is not for me.
2: I'm not super hyped for Kingdom Hearts 4 until I see more of it. That, okay. and,
0: but what's a game you're looking forward to that we maybe don't have a release date for yet?
2: There's low hanging fruit that
0: I'm amazed has not been said yet.
2: Honestly, the, I, I, I'm pretty sure the low hanging fruit here is Spider Man.
0: Yes. I can't believe Matt did
2: not say that. I can't believe it's, it's that was out there. It's on my radar. It's on my radar. But honestly, Skull and Bones is one that oh, it's been pushed back five <laughs> times now. I This is I the Rusty Comes game. Unhinged episode.
0: God damn. Kyle, Kyle day, please, if you're listening, Kyle, please come back soon.
2: Please I want back. my pirate game. But to be fair... No, I am excited for Spider-Man more than I am Skull and Bones.
0: I think Spider-Man 2 is going to be... I think it's going to be their holiday release for Sony. It's going to be incredible. I agree. I cannot
2: wait for it. I'm going to
0: keep it kind of in the Souls genre. Lies of P um, is a game that we've seen a lot of. game that we've seen a whole lot of. We've seen a lot of gameplay. In fact, Matt, was it Gamescom last year where we saw the big demo for Lies of P? We saw a bunch yeah. of like the gameplay. We saw a bunch of the gameplay. Yeah, yeah it was um. Isn't that the Pinocchio I think
1: we saw, I think we saw it at Microsoft's event.
0: It um, might have been that because I think that it's going to be coming to Game Pass. I think yeah, it's it, gonna. I think it'll be coming to Game. Which I'll probably still buy it physically because I love games like that, and I love that this game looks like it has a Bloodborne feel to it. It has kind of that same Victorian architecture and. I, I like the idea that it looks like you're essentially playing as Pinocchio. Okay,
2: like, it looks I, like I it looks—that's what you were talking about. It looks like but you're playing
0: almost like Pinocchio, and I feel like that's what the P is going to stand for is. As a Pinocchio or some shit,
2: as a kid's... I'm
0: just kidding. Like, but, but, like, Matthew. that Jesus Christ. But I think, I think that the gameplay looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It looks challenging. It looks like Bloodborne, but a lot more melee based. It's like Bloodborne without the guns, almost. Yeah, which means, which means Kyle will hate it. Um, but. but I really am intrigued by Lies of P. I hope that comes out this year. I'm excited because I've I I loved the initial teaser trailer we got for that because yeah. it just looks like a game that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be hard in all likelihood, but I, I can't wait to uh, to hear more about that. Hopefully, it doesn't get the skull and bones treatment where it just gets delayed, delayed, delayed. Uh, add two more delays onto that because or actually three more delays since it wants to get delayed six times. But um.
2: I think hopefully he doesn't get the Prince of Persia treatment either. Well, Prince of Persia is another oh. franchise
0: that can stay dead. So,
2: yeah, thankfully,
0: that's a franchise that can stay dead. I I could not give a shit less about that franchise. But that this has been an off the, this has been an off the rails episode. I hope this episode was at least fun to listen to. Maybe we should do an episode like this every once in a while, where we just sit here and just talk shit the entire time. <laughs> I think so. Like Maybe, maybe, would, maybe we could do this fun. once a month. This was actually a little bit of, this is a fun episode. I'm not going to lie. It's fun getting to shit on your bad gaming takes. It's hilarious how stupid the two of you can be. Like I'm, just, kidding! Just I'm kidding.
2: I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Like, no, like, and that's over there punching air again. And, like, just sitting, <laughs> back, and, like, just sitting <laughs> back and actually <laughs> shooting the shit <laughs> and just <laughs> talking game.
0: See, and I agree with what you said in the chat, there. I think woolong is going to be a really, really good game as well. I think that's going to be I, a really, really high quality game as well.
2: That's that's another one I'm looking forward to, honestly. So
0: that those are our most anticipated games. Hopefully, we wish Kyle could have been on this episode. He was unable to make it, unfortunately. So that's gonna wrap us up, though, for our episode today. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Side Mission Pod. You can follow us on Facebook and TikTok as well at Side Mission Podcast. For the boys, for Matt, for Thacker, I'm Rusty. Thanks for listening.